God's ways are not our ways. He uses the obscure to challenge the well-known, the rejected to put to shame the accepted, and the small to overtake the large, to name a few. We know this, and yet we forget it as well. Leonard Ravenhill put it this way, more and more I see that so much of the work of the Lord is done in the flesh. It seems to be a forgotten art to be still and know that He is God. Be still. Know that He is God. I see the temptation quite clearly, and it is easy to justify. The people need leading and direction. They don't know how to study or devote themselves to prayer and the Word. We must piecemeal out each step of the way lest they wander. It is our duty, and it's the best thing for them. However, I write this letter today as a caution and to offer an alternative. The caution. There must never be an invitation to my ministry, my program, my curriculum, my way of thinking before there is an introduction made to God himself. And as scripture, church history, and our own experiences teach us, introductions to God often lead to periods of isolation, rejection, and obscurity. We see this in church history. John Bunyan, jailed and separated from his wife and four children for preaching the gospel and refusing to conform to the Church of England. John Knox, exiled from Scotland. William Duma, the African minister who hid himself away in a cave for 21 days with no food, waiting for the Lord to confirm the call to ministry. At the end of those 21 days, the Holy Ghost came upon him and said, I've called you to preach, and when you lay hands on the sick, the sick will recover. And every year for more than 15 years in a row, he hid himself away with God for 21 days. David Brainerd, the American evangelist who died at age 29 from tuberculosis, kicked out of Yale, rejected by the institutional church, yet found a home in the wilderness, preaching to the Native Americans. We see the same in scripture. Abraham, Joseph, Elijah, John the Baptist, Jesus, Paul, and John on the island of Patmos. That's a caution and now an alternative. In a time when churches are scrambling to set up live streams and attempting to create digital community, what if we also sent out a call to a self-imposed Patmos? A time of isolation where we shut out other voices and get alone with God. David Wilkerson said, the greatest call and the greatest need today is for men and women who will impose upon themselves in isolation from all other voices, a self-imposed Patmos. Before we scramble to defend the importance of the gathering, remember, this isn't a call to permanent disconnection. Isolation and gathering are not mutually exclusive. Rather, isolation always leads back to the people of God. Joseph came out of prison and saved a nation from starvation. Elijah came out of the wilderness and purified a nation from false prophets. Paul came back from the desert and wrote a bulk of the New Testament. John Knox came back to Scotland and his voice was worth 600 trumpets. William Duma came out of the cave and brought glory to the Lord through signs, wonders, and a powerful proclamation of the gospel. Can I challenge us? to use this time to be still, get alone with him, and grow in our knowledge that he is God. Remember, he 
uses the obscure to challenge the well-known, the rejected to put to shame the accepted, and the small to overtake the large, to name a few. Which one of these are we willing to be for his sake?